Today is June 28th. It is the midweek episode. Sharp Stats. Hot Wood. Guess the lineup. Big day for talking Yanks. So let's have a good show and talk some Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd and Jake. Recaps galore. Welcome to Talking Yanks, episode number 763. It's presented to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. In the corner, we have producer BBD. And we're going to do a lot of talking about the Yanks today. Tell them why, Jake. James, Davis Wimbledon, everyone live with us in the chat. And everyone live with us tonight on the Yes app and the BP show beforehand. I don't think that's getting enough love. We're, we're going to be on the BP show an hour before the game on the Yes television, the tube, as it's known, overseas. And then during the game, we are going to be doing, there's, you know, whenever there's a first in Yankees history, it's a big moment. We are doing the first ever Yes alternative broadcast tonight on the Yap, uh, Y-A-P-P, and myself, James, couple quick cameos. I think the Rookster and Curry might pop by, but otherwise it's just going to be us watching the game, having fun, thinking about it, talking about it, watching the Yankees as they beat the A's tonight. So a, uh, a big day in, in Talking Yanks folklore. Jim? Big day in Talking Yanks folklore. And we're not allowed to say shit or um, bull crap. I think we can say bull crap. Yeah, I think we can say bull crap too. I'm going to shy away from it. You're not going to drop it? It would have to be an A's homer to take the lead in the ninth inning for um, me to say. Bull crap. That's bull crap. Um, BC. What are other bad words? Probably can't say bitch. Definitely not. We, um, I think ass, you'd probably be ass. Right. Ass would be okay. Yeah. But sometimes when they it, say but... asshole, they bleep the hole Ooh, and they leave yeah. the ass. It's, and if you're talking about like a donkey, like don't be an ass, they allow that on TV. It's really tricky because we're basically copying the Manning cast and, you know, some of the highlights of the Manning cast were Eli going double birds, um, which come on, Eli, double burden. So I have my question for uh, you was. But we did talk to some of the yes producers and we went, we drew a line in the sand with some of the words and yeah. you will be surprised. We went down the list with them. Every word. So my question to you is you're not much of a swearer. Swearer, anyway. No, Not just that, to drive home a point. Yeah, every now and then. Uh, Selective. I'm loosey goosey with it. I uh, wasn't raised to care about words. Do I get it all out of my system? For the next hour, uh, or do I practice not mm-hmm. swearing for the next hour? I will let you decide. I would, uh, I'd take it out on like the train conductor because okay. we're going to train in and yeah. I would just unleash. Yeah. Sorry, just getting out of my system. I'm gonna be oh, you're some sort of yeah. driving this train around and you. Yeah. Hat. <laughs> Bullcrap. No, that's, again, if the A's hit a homer to take the lead in the ninth. Oh, Tom Ace already with good idea. He said Bob and Jack might wash Jake's mouth out with soap. If Jack Curry could come in with a bar of soap and do us 
that uh, what's it? The Christmas story. I want him to take it too far where everyone's like, oh, <gasps> he's, he can't breathe. Yeah, yeah. Don't put soap up his nose too. Like you you bust your teeth. So that'll be tonight. Yeah, that's what's happening tonight. I'm excited about it. Super cool. Um, also, the Yankees are good. They won yesterday. A game they were losing. No. Were they? No. I mean, yeah. did anyone have any doubt no. ever? No. Once I, it got to 5-2, or I was like, oh, they won. It was a, that is a trap game. And Boone even said it in the post game that other teams fall for it and you're not worried about it. Like, hey, just came off like a very, very exciting and adrenaline-filled four-game set against the Astros, and it's a little hard to get up for a Monday game against the A's after that. So the guys just needed a little, you know, they were a little drained or, or whatever. It was good coaching by Monty having a bad day to make the guys have to lock in. Dude, Monty's start last night yeah. is kind of like the sharp set we have today. Mm, kind of is. You know, even when bad. He's not good. Somewhat yeah. good. You know who are good? The Hudson Valley Renegades. Sure are. We've worked with them for instant. We've worked with them on some stuff in the past. I think we'll be working with them on some stuff in the future. They're the high A affiliate of the New York Yankees. And you can buy one, get one, lower box ticket the rest of the season. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a good deal. Mm-hmm. BOGO, some people call that. You can't say that on the air. BOGO. Can't say that. Yeah. BOGO. BOGO. Uh, with code John Boy. Buy one, get one. So if like you're going with a buddy, mm. easy peasy. Follow them on Instagram, HV Renegades, Twitter, HV Renegades. Follow them, stay up to date on the prospects to make their way through the system. They were the home of like all the studs last year. Yeah. They were the team that, and, and they're the team on um, homegrown. Yeah. Yeah, they still, they still got a couple good names down there. Everson Pereira, mm-hmm. 40 man. Is Siegler still down there? Siegler's still down there. And I, uh, think Trace, he, I think he's broken out, too. Like Trey, he's, he's been hot for a couple weeks. Trey Sweeney. Trey Sweeney. The Yankees like him a lot. Your guy, Yendris Gomez, is down there. Sorry, we just got distracted. I yeah. won't say who it was. Yeah. I won't say who's distracting us. I believe Austin Wells is on the IL right now, but was most recently. They've got some highlights for us. Everson Pereira, but look at look, five home runs on the road trip so far. Tyler Hardman is batting 341 with a 965 OPS over the last month. Whoops. And look at this name Beckway. Yeah. Any chance he's not from the South? Beck. Way. Uh, there's a chance, but I would bet on the South. Okay. If one, I recall, he was a 2020 pick. Ooh, one earned run or fewer Horrible in five of his you. last six starts. Where's he from? Born in PA. Harrisburg. That's the South for some people. It's the South of the North. Yeah. Great call. <laughs> that is the South of the North. Agree or disagree, Jake? Big Pennsylvania guy. So. Yeah, he's a huge Harrisburg guy. No. That's Matt Sauer, six shutout innings with six Ks. If you don't have 4th of July plans, join them this okay. for this week's homestand, 628 through July 3rd against the Brooklyn Cyclones. Come get a look at your future Subway Series stars and enjoy some Friarworks on Friday. Friarworks on Friday. Damn it. Friarworks on Friday through Sunday night. HVRenegades.com. Buy one, get one free lower box. Thanks for working with us, the Renegades. Appreciate that. The South of the North. Is that your crown? 
for the queen. Hey guys, it's the Queen of Stats, and yelp, the Yankees did it again. I was all set to have a, uh, a bad stats email here, or a voicemail, but you know, on Sunday, they, they pulled that rabbit out of the hat again, and somehow won. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the Yankees continuing to defy normal baseball and beat the odds and just win. Um, it's just amazing, some of these stats. So, first of all, um, we all know about the comeback wins. They have 22 of them. So, that's when they were trailing at any point in the game. Uh, they have 22 wins, and that's obviously the most in Major League Baseball. Um, and the most in our database, it's the Baseball Reference Database, um, which is about 100% complete back to 1950, is 61 comeback wins by the 2004 Yankees. So, that's the number to target for. Then the other amazing stat that kind of relates to that is their record when trailing at any point in a game. They are 22 and 20, which is completely ridiculous. They're the only team above 500, and every other team is at least eight games under 500 in this situation. And only one team in the last 60 years has had a winning record uh, when trailing in a game uh, at any point for a full season, and that was the 1998 Yankees, who were 50 and 48. Mm. Uh, just some more stuff, more, some more stats for you guys to chew on. When they are out hit in the game, so that means their opponent has more hits than them, they are a ridiculous 19 and 11. That's a 6-3-3 winning percentage, and their only team with a winning record in that situation as well. The average win percentage for a team when getting out hit is .196. So think about that. And there, here's a couple other crazy ones. When they are no hit through five innings, that's when they don't have a hit through the first five innings, they are still four and two in those games. They're obviously the only team with a winning record. Everyone else is a combined eight and 15 in that situation. And this one might be my favorite, but they have five wins when they never led in the game until the final play. So that's the ending of the game. Um, and that's obviously the most in baseball. So, yeah, this Yang Yankee team just continues to, to not play normal baseball, to defy all the odds, and it'll be fun to kind of track this as we go along during the season. Talk to you guys next week. Holy moly. All right. Before we, we, we pause and we get into it, I just need to play the one, one section of this again. Okay. one. When they are out hit in the game, so that means their opponent has more hits than them. They are a ridiculous. I know we're not as smart as Katie. Well, but her combined the three of us. But her making sure we know what out hit means is a low point in. Come on. In my how how dumb does Katie think? More I hits. <laughs> my hits. <laughs> uh, thank you very much to Katie Sharp, the queen of stats. We've done it again. We've run into Katie has done it again. More stats. So today we will be today we will be discussing again how good the Yankees are. Ah, Another new topic. Good topic. Good topic. And somehow we have stats that are different than the last stats. And I like these yeah. more than maybe the last ones, Jake. So I wrote them down. I think you were doing some some tracking as well. Uh, do you have any that stand out to you? Uh, twenty and twenty, twenty-two and twenty when trailing, trailing at any point in the game. That's how it's felt. Like they're not losing until the game's over. Eight games 
under is the next best record. Next, the second best. Second best record is eight games under. Yanks are two over. Uh, when they are out hit, they have a 663 winning percentage. The average winning percentage for teams that are out hit is 196. And the final one was when no hit through five innings, they are still four and two. Mm. Honestly, James, the one, the one that jumps off the map the most for me is the no hit through five. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. You've been hey, the Yankees have been no hit through five innings six times this year. Don't necessarily love that. B. I can somewhat make sense of the other ones. A, the 22 and 20 when trailing in a game, incredible. But even like last night, this team is really good. They're facing the Oakland Athletics. They went down 5 to 1, and there was never a doubt, which is awesome. But I guess I'm mentally past that. Uh, although it is crazy impressive that they're two games over 500 in that situation. The second best team in baseball is six games under or eight games under. I didn't write that down. When no hit through five innings, they are still four and two. Okay. Uh, well, I was went away from that. I'll come back to that. That's it, it's just Looney Tunes. That's one that you can't you even the, fathom. The like, trailing number. Uh, the the hits also kind of make sense too because uh, the Yankees and it's a classic Yankees thing is they do draw a lot of walks. Um, you know, the Yankees this year are 16th in batting average, which isn't crazy. It's actually probably lower than you might have expected. They're first in OPS. So walks and slugging, that's kind of what the Yankees do. I mean, even during the Javier, when, when they got no hit. Uh, the second day, when they were trying to get rid of their, their no hit ways, we still saw action on the bases because guys are still drawing walks. So I guess I'm not blown away by the out-hit stat, although it is crazy impressive, and when the Yankees do hit them, they count Rizzo, eclipse 20 homers this week. Ju- ninth straight season for Rizzo with 20 homers. Uh, Judgey, uh, obviously doing what he's doing. Stanton, who's had a bad month, I think he's hit seven homers this month. So uh, that one I can make sense of. The, the no-hit through five innings is a bizarre one. I don't necessarily love it, but at the end of it, I do love it because they're four and two. Like, just get no hit through five innings. Do Why th- bother? Do you think that it w- we would be able to find out what pitchers have no hit them through five easily? Does anyone remember any off the top of your head? Well, let's do Javier. They, they got Javier. no hit. Or Keedy. That doesn't, so that's they not one and one. That's, yeah. They're one and one in those games. Uh, who Was else? Urquidy Kopech. through five? Kopech. Cease. Cease, didn't he have like a bunch of walks? He was the same. Um, maybe. That'd be funny. So are those two series with four no hits through? Or like it would happen innings? twice. I thought Cease had a, I could be wrong. Maybe it was just a ton of strikeouts. I thought he had like 10 strikeouts. I remember strikeouts. he had like a no, big No, because they were hitting him a ton too, right? Yes. Was yeah, it? yes it was every hit strike was like out a home. Strikeout yeah. or hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Anyone on, did we like see a good Gossman start or anything like that? Manoa? I'm trying to think. Did Manoa? Manoa's always a safe bet. But the, the coolest thing is that until it, the tides turn, okay. we are eliminating my least favorite rinse and repeat comment by baseball fans. Mm. Why make it this guy look like Cy Young? Mm. Because no one cares. Because right. until the bullpen gets the Yankees out, who cares? 
especially teams with less than bullpens, but even teams with good bullpens. The Astros were 30-1 and when they had a lead after the seventh, and the Yankees came back on their bullpen twice. Two times. The Blue Jays, Romano led the league in saves, was really, really the first time they got him. And they've and they've done it against some other closers as well, right? So the Astros had the best bullpen ERA. Uh, I think they still do, and and the Yankees got to them twice. So yeah, I know Romano has fallen off a little bit, but still the Yankees have got to him. That's the we talk about fear factor in baseball a little bit, not. Uh, the original show, Fear Factor, where they eat bugs and stuff, but just Fear Factor. Canceled. Whether you're Joe Rogan. Whether you're, I wasn't going to say his name. Human blood. Whether you're in a lineup uh, and you provide a scary at bat uh, with the potential to, to do something dangerous or, you know, guys out of the bullpen that, that can just erase anything. Uh, right now, I mean, relievers. I'm trying to think of relievers that I've walked away from this year and I've been like, oh, like we're... It's over. Adam Simber. Simber, yeah. That's Adam was Simber say. was the only problem for a little bit, and I think they ended up getting to him because he is literally a party trick that you, if you've never seen it before, it blows your mind, and then you're like, oh, like the guy keeps the quarter, he just keeps it up his sleeve, and then he pulls it out. Uh, so, yeah, man, and, uh, you know, ties in. We talked about Judge and his fastball-slider combination, so if that's what you've got coming out of the bullpen, can't help you there. Ask Jordan Romano. So yeah, it's it's unreal. I mean, the the fact Katie Sharp dug dug that last one up, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Three Yankees. Yes. On the Yankees. Yeah, three uh, three players on the Yankees is what that means. Have OPSs that start with one dot against relief pitchers this okay. season. I'll give you Aaron Judge. Everything in my pocket. Okay. If you get all three. Now, Aaron Judge is correct, so you're one for one. You only get two more guesses. Jose Trevino. No, wrong. You don't get... Marwin Gonzalez. Yeah, Marwin's up there. I should have went Marlon first. Yeah. I'll give you another I only one. had two more... Oh. No, I'll give you another guess. I'm feeling friendly. It's a, it's a historic day. New York Yankees, relief pitchers. Um, let's see. I kind of want to go Glaber... Part of me also wants to go Carpenter because he's technically been a freak show, but it's actually been in his starts. I'll go Carpenter. Yeah. Okay. Nailed it. Gotta eat a bug. Yeah. No, you get everything in my pockets. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is a bug. Eaten. Half eaten. Okay. Uh, and then just to overall numbers, and uh, this kind of goes hand in hand with why you don't really need to worry when you're watching the Yankees right now. If they're getting no hit by the starter, uh, you just watch that starting pitcher's pitch count and hope Anthony Rizzo puts up a 16-pitch at-bat to knock him out. Seven hitters. Uh, I'll delete Tilo because he's on this and he only had nine at-bats. So that means deleted six hitters have an OPS of 800 or higher against relief pitchers this season on the Yankees. Six hitters. And then league average OPS right now is 680, or is it climbing? Is it up to? Um, I don't know. <clears throat> it, it might be up a little bit from there, but this weekend was actually a bad hitting weekend, so I, I don't know where it stands. Because they have then nine batters with an OPS above 720 versus relief pitchers. Now, a lot of times you do get bad relief pitchers too. But you get not, as much, pitchers, as, you not as much as you used to, but yeah. 
uh, Stanton, Rizzo, Glaber, JD, Trevino, DJ, Marwin, Judge, Carpenter, all. Let's see. The average OPS is 705 now. Okay, so it has climbed up. From 728 last year. 740 the year before. 758 the year before. Oh, my goodness. Keep going. That goes down. 728. Aaron Hicks, uh, 101 OPS plus against relief pitching. 679 OPS. So we just need a big hit coming up against a reliever. Uh, Had one the other day. And then wouldn't you guess it? IKF, Joey Gallo, Higashioka. Only guys less below average first relief pitchers. Higgy on the month ended up having a, a decent month. Um, yeah, I, uh, Jakey Shower Thoughts today. Bum, 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 bum. Jakey Shower Thoughts. It's this guy's deal. I thought of baseball players. Mm-hmm. Like lottery tickets. But different than we normally talk about. Normally we talk about prospects as lottery tickets, right? Because mm-hmm. we say, you know, you're taking a shot on a guy's lottery ticket. His kid is a prospect. I don't know. Baseball players, if you do them each as their own quantity of lottery tickets and each thing they do is a lottery of sorts. Aaron Judge, can he hit for contact? Yes, you get five lottery tickets. Can he hit for power? Yes, you get ten lottery tickets. Does he play good defense? Yes, you get five lottery tickets. Does he have a good throwing arm? Two lottery tickets. Uh, Does he have speed? Kind of. Three lottery tickets. Okay. If each player you break down like that, you know, Rizzo's really good defensively, and he's got contact, and he's got power. Joey Gallo, less lottery tickets because he doesn't have contact. So, when you put all of the lottery tickets in the Yankees' pot this year, between defense, speed, contact hitting, power power hitting, they have so many chances to find a winner this year. Like, they just... DJ LeMahieu, what he does on a given day on the baseball field. Glaber Torres this year, what he does day in, day out on the baseball field. Judge, obviously. Rizzo, obviously. Jose Trevino, since he's visited the John Boy Media office, has been a 900 OPS baseball player. Also a better guy. And really good defense. Yeah. So he's got lotto tickets to play with. (laughs) So if you keep scratching all these lotto tickets, the Yankees... We taught him a lot about how to be a nice guy. The Yankees are coming into each game with so many damn lotto tickets that on a given night, gonna, a few of them are hitting. Yeah. If cash not out. a lot. Yeah. So the Yankees have more lotto tickets than every other team. That's a hell of a shower you had. Oh, it was. That was a hell of a shower. It was. Not much else happened in there. No, you didn't uh, premature ejaculate. Because if you did, you could get the Roman swipes, which are clinically proven to help you last longer in bed premature. or shower. Not premature. It was right on time. As soon as the hot water. Uh, oh. Roman has the swipes. You go to getroman.com slash yanks today. If you're approved, you get $10 off your first order. Everybody stinks at sex every now and then. Mm. That's not rare, okay? That's not rare, especially to all our uh, youngins listening that are just so nervous. Or, you know, maybe they're not even trying to uh, have sex and they just, just want to, you know, like they're like, oh, dude, it's cool when my foot falls asleep. And I like that feeling. I'd, I'd like my dick to fall asleep. Do we get our swipes yet? Are we know. supposed to do a demo on the... Or are we saving that for the Yes Alt stream? Yeah, they don't know that yet. Okay. We actually brought our own ads. <laughs> we got something uh, we're bringing to the table. Uh, we're going to be going numb dick all It's a show. little bit of a demo. No <laughs> no prescription needed. 
Billy Mays. Billy Mays style demo. Billy Mays here. Present you the Roman Swipes. R.I.P. P treatments are safe, effective, and used by millions. Free two-day shipping. Go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks today. If approved, you'll get $10 off your first order. That's GetRoman.com slash Yanks. A little bit of trivia for you, BBD. Billy Mays died the same day as Michael Jackson. I remember that day. Me too. It's sad. I was 12. I was old enough to remember. Nice. Were you old enough to remember, Jake? Like you said it, and I was like, oh, yeah. And there's always a third. People die in threes. There was a third. It was a female actor or something or singer. Is it? Um, Google it. I would really hate to say the wrong person. Yeah. 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 It's a weird game we're playing in general. But Farrah some, Fawcett? Yes, that's who it was. Farrah Fawcett. Gave it the Google. It's a big one. That is a good one. They actually list Billy Mays as the three. Oh, uh, that's some trash. Yeah. Bull crap. Gotta be horse shitting me. Yeah. Dude, Billy May- I dressed as Billy Mays for Halloween once. Someone saw- Tom Mays dresses Billy Mays. He says in the chat, I dress yeah, as Billy Mays for Halloween that. He once. could do that, too. He could do that, too. Nice yeah. beards. I did Billy Mays, too. Um, good stuff. So the Yanks are good. We have some other conversations to have. I do. Uh, we've had this before. In the words of Yogi Berra, they're good even when they're bad. They're, the Yanks are good even when they're bad. Should that be the title Maybe-ish. of the show today? Interested in it. Maybe make it more clickbaity. E- even th- when the Yanks are bad, they're better than your favorite shitty team. Even when they suck. Who's got the hot wood? Who's hot wood? Hot cheese soup. Hot cheese soup. We got to give out the hot wood <clears throat> award. This is going to be an interesting The one. Roman hot wood award. Because, James, can mm-hmm. I call you that? Yeah, you can call me that. The first month, if I remember correctly, Anthony Rizzo had out judge. Yeah. The stats were just there. We're happy for Rizzo, Rizzo-mania. The next month, judge goes, absolutely nut job. Not really a discussion. There's a lot of candidates here. First month, it's been a true discussion. And, you know, I don't know if expectations come <laughs> into play. I don't know how our current morals with the Hotwood Award... There are a couple days left of the of the month of June. Sure. So I'm fine with having a caveat, and and, and then we do and, a grand announcement on the first, and having or we select two guys to duel it out over these next three games: twenty eighth, twenty ninth. I think so. I think Friday is the first of the month. There might be more than three guys. Two guys. Well, I've got whatever. We 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 finalize our pairings and okay. say these are they're going into battle to these win the, the final award. Maybe we're announcing the finalists today. Yeah, that's kind of how I would I would picture it. So my Fangraphs is telling me that only seven hitters had enough at bats to qualify. At bats, yeah. are you lowering that? Do you have some guys in here that had less? I lowered the qualifier and I got some some names just worth mentioning, but I don't think it changes the award winner or nominee. Yeah, and and my stats I think are wrong because. No. I sent a link. We got it in, in the Slack, Slack there. That should be. So there's a couple interesting things here. Let's. I'll name a couple names if that's okay. Rat said the rat at the police station. Aaron Judge. Yeah. Uh, he led the Yankees in home runs ten. Um, he. And that's it. Otherwise, pretty mid month. No, uh, he <laughs> led the Yankees in slugging. Uh, weighted runs created plus by 
uh, OPS fairly. Uh, OPS. Uh, he he's Aaron Judge. Played he, appearances. Most RBI. Uh, excuse me, that's a lie. That was a lie. That most was a lie. runs. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Judge. I, I don't really have to lay it out anymore. Had an incredible month of baseball. Anthony Rizzo, I think, has put himself back in the mix. He had basically the same on-base percentage as Judge. He had one less homer. He had two more RBI. One more stolen base, which I don't know if that factors into your wood. No, it doesn't. Okay. Stolen base doesn't doesn't go wood. Stolen base, you're out on the wood, man. Yeah. Uh, that's Rizzo. I think a la... April. Rizzo had a nice month. Judge kind of just edges him out in everything just a little bit. Yes. Except RBI. I'd like to eliminate someone. Right now? Josh Donaldson. He can't win it. He's out. He's out. He doesn't get the hot wood of the month award. He had a worse month than than Joey G. Beginning of the month, Gallo had had those couple weeks that we were like, well, you look at the last two weeks, and overall, it wasn't a problem. And then he kind of became a problem again, but it saved him in this discussion. Get it going, Donaldson. You're out of the Hotwood combo. For this month. For this. Stanton uh, is out of the Hotwood conversation, a 149 batting average. I mean, I, I I would take Donaldson's June over Gallo's. Just to clarify it. Um, I don't think I would. More than double the runs, four home runs to one home run. Yeah, higher higher slash line everywhere besides slugging, 15 hits, five doubles. I mean, those four home, those three, those three homers Gal would have to be very meaningful. Sure. Sure. Um, They're out. They're not out. talking about them. Aaron Hicks, a really solid month. 250, 357. Clutch, too. Two homers. One big Good one that we'll remember all season. Then uh, the other, the Rays um, and Blue Jays, big hits. Yeah. Don't think he's eligible for the hot one. Don't, but it's respectful. He had a nice month. Same with Glaber Torres. It's like an HM, honorable mention. Yeah. Um... Clever Torres, solid month, 250, 333, a 5.14 slug. So he had the power swing this month. But again, I, I've got a final four that maybe we let battle it out. A final four. It's the final foursome. There would be kind of the power region and the contact region. Okay. Jose Trevino. And again, this is where I don't know where the Hotwood Award lands. He had the highest batting average uh, in the month with a 520 slugging. 520 slugging from Trevi. Trevi, that's <laughs> it, it's an impressive month. 18 games. The catcher's going to play less games. Yeah, and they went back to an every other, which I think now they're going to go back to Trevi getting two-thirds again. And the expectations... On a scale, I think Trevino has outkicked his expected month by more than any other candidate. So I just don't know how we measure that in the hotwood. 
Yeah. There's a vibes aspect to the Hot Wood Award. Now, what we're doing is trying to make the segment more interesting because Judge might just get it every month. Um, I mean, Rizzo has a, has a Rizzo similar right argument. There. And there are a couple days left. Like, this is kind of what we just talked about. Yeah. You know, if, if Rizzo has a pretty impressive next three games, like, he can surpass Judge. Judge, True. Judge could easily go over the next two days or, or over and, and have an off day because they're playing Oakland. And like MVP, I don't think the Hotwood has a description where I think Jose Trevino has a pretty impressive argument. DJ, I, I think there's a discussion, the highest on base by far, but that's not necessarily wood, you know? Mm, is knowing it's when not to not wood. use your wood. Right. Uh, oh, good that's wood. Because if you're in the military and, and you're just... Uh, wasting all your artillery, right? Your bullets. You're you're not, you know, or like, and the other team's scared of you. Yeah, you're just swinging and missing your sword so much. You're hitting stone. <laughs> and if anyone it. should be getting pitches to hit and not be scared of their wood, it's DJ. He's hitting before Judge. Yeah. So I guess the walks are brought into play. Yes. The band's out on the field. <sighs> Uh, contact award. DJ has the highest contact percentage out of the four uh, total with an 86% contact, a 91% zone contact, which is the highest on the team by good margin. Actually, Trevi's 89. Ah, good job, Jose. Mm-hmm. That's why I had the contact bracket and the power bracket. Yeah. Norman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there is, it's worth mentioning, he doesn't have nearly enough plate appearances for true consideration. Hell of a June from Marwin. Ooh. I did hear that. What's his plate appearances? He, it's way, way less. Yeah, because I dropped mine to 50. Yeah, he is 37. It's it's not nearly enough for true consideration. Mm. But wow, you dropped down you dropped down the uh, he's now there. He's got the highest Z contact. He's got the highest uh, OPS. He's got the second highest slugging. He'd be into the power. So let's wrap up the wood. I'm I'm down for your four way tie. The well, finalists. A, a final, a championship. The final yeah, three days. Yeah, it's the final. It's the yeah. final round. The finals. Hopefully, Trevino gets to play a little bit. He should. Yeah. It would suck if he had less chances. Well, that's where I I do think he's a little bit on a scale. If DJ gets his on base to over 400, which is right, which is very likely from the leadoff spot, from the leadoff spot, I mean, there is some hot wood. He might need another one more power swing. Judge hits a homer, it's over. Judge with a homer, unless Rizzo hits a couple. So the next three days, the final four, and we will post on the first who the official hot wood winner is the Roman hot wood award winner. Prestige. I tweeted this out yesterday, Jake. Okay. Uh, we've had this conversation a lot. Uh, kind of. I am moving the conversations to more like action. Like, let's take action on this stuff now. So I want to get your opinion on it. I was talking to some people in the office already, but the Marwin stuff uh, in games when he gets a start and three at-bats. Three at-bats. Which is, I mean, some people might think it's arbitrary, but pinch hitting is really hard. And like, no one really has good pinch hitting numbers or just coming in. There's really the never been anyone in the history of baseball that their skill has been a pinch hitter. It's a tough thing it's to do. Extremely Maybe for like one season you go off, but not. It's still yeah. the going off. Had a good run. Is not the same as like yeah. an actual good stats. It's like a pitcher. Like yeah, like um, over a career. 
And then getting three plus plate appearances because he has some starts where he gets he got like one or two and then he got pulled and it's like well did you were you able to get to that bullpen that people are feasting on were you able to like be in the game? He's now got a seven forty five OPS in starts he gets three plus plate appearances in uh, the batting average is two sixty nine obviously that's two seventy you look at it wildly differently which is bizarre on base isn't there he's not playing every day so I think he's trying to make an impact but it's three oh nine. And the slugging is 436. It's all right. Uh, that's better slash line than JD, Kiner, Gallo, Hicks. Smaller sample. Fully understand that. Um, I'm not really like that hard pressed on this. I was it, I tweeted this out as a genuine question. Like, what would you do with this info? Anything. I said this last recap episode. I definitely think it's time, and Kiner's banged up, to start platooning versus lefties. That's my soft take. Like, at, at minimum, right. let's start... If the lefty's on the bump, play him uh, at short or in the outfield. Short seems easier. My kind of more firm take is that play him till he's bad. Like, rotate him. Shortstop, corner outfield, bench. Shortstop, corner outfield, bench. If that's the rotation, like two out of three days there. Uh, until this isn't the case. But, like, what's to lose? You got a cushion and you got a guy that's hitting – so that's my my soft and hard approach to this, but I was interested to hear your thoughts on the discussion. Marwin has been very solid this year. Uh, the only thing that may be hurting him is that we know the Yankees love rolls, and Marwin's role is chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. The man can play every position, and he gives you a good at bat from both sides of the plate. I've I've talked about how impressive it is. So. In that way, it almost ties into our Tyler Wade problem last year where there were times last year where Tyler Wade should have been the Yankees' starting shortstop, but the Yankees loved his pinch running so much that they weren't even going to put themselves in that position to lose the role they wanted Tyler Wade in. So that's one thing that hurts Marwin. Marwin has been so solid this year. Uh, And at shortstop, which, again, is crazy impression. Impressive. Look how many players in MLB baseball can play the shortstop position at a strong level and hit at a league average. It'll blow your mind. It is not a big number. It is not a big number. So, I'm interested in it. Um, The platoon versus lefties is tough because Kiner uh, is a righty. So, uh, that's the other thing that I'll actually get his splits because I I haven't looked into them yet. And maybe I'll look at the career numbers. Yeah, I believe they're very even. Right. Last time I looked, it was like, you know, hit 680 versus, or 660 versus both. Yeah, he's, it's, it, uh, in his career, his OPS is 10 points higher, which is very slim. Oh, Um, yeah. I didn't look at career. And then this year, um, yeah, I mean, he's a five points OPS higher versus right. So it's very similar, higher batting average versus lefty, 273. So I, I just, I don't know. I think, I don't think what Kiner, what Marwin would offer to put Kiner on the bench, I don't think offers as much. Um, you know, from, the beginning of this year, ever since I got whispers of it, I've Wait. been a Peraz again. Like, the net return of Marwin being our starting shortstop, well, but versus losing, lefties. but, well, yeah, I, I guess I just don't think the Yankees will do that because the headlines of the Yankees are starting to bench their starting shortstop to get two starts a week out of Marwin. I don't think they believe in that enough. 
uh, to take Marwin out of his role. Would you do it if not for? I mean, because that's just Yankees not wanting backlash. I mean, y- yes, I, 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 Kiner. I, I've said it before. He's he's very much the player his baseball card says he is. Uh, let's stay with offense for now. Offensively, the numbers are in lockstep with every other year of his career, uh, and. Hey, you know, we at times we enjoyed the contact bat. It it seems like the allure has gone a little bit over time. Earlier this episode, I talked about being a threat. Uh, do we think Kiner's a threat? I don't know. You know, in, in the same way that uh, JoJo Gallo's got some pretty big holes in his swing, a high fastball, Kiner Falefa, it feels like if he comes up against a playoff-type pitcher, they can get past him. He he swings hyper aggressively. He's like that's his approach at the plate. So with the defense being below the standard that we assumed it would be, with how much the Yankees liked him this year, um, I guess for me, Marwin feels like just another stopgap. Because oh, for sure, where I'd say we're past that and give me some Peraza because. He started to hit at AAA, and it, instead of doing another stopgap and almost putting salt in the wound with IKF, why don't we give up the prospect who, who could really be the Yankees' starting shortstop come October if he's who he's billed to be? Because he may not be. Because Marwin's been nice, but I don't know if we want him as our starting shortstop come October, and the Yankees definitely don't. Yeah, I, I don't want... Him as our starting shortstop, so I just want him to start platooning. I just want Marwin to start playing more. Uh, he should get starts over Gallo, and he should get starts over Kiner versus lefties, and then Gallo versus anyone. Like, but it's the role. It's Tyler Wade last year. Yeah, you can. But I mean, Kiner's versatile. Like he can play other positions if 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 you're out. If you just start using him like that, and then and then you can bring up Tilo too to be that fourth outfielder. So I think once the All Star break. Ends, we're going to see Yankees switch gears and start making these tough decisions and start punting on moral losses or, uh, um, you know, the um, what you're talking about of, like, saving face or whatever. And I think they're just going to say, fuck it. Um, yeah. We saw them do it at the end of last season when they traded away all the slow, big swinging righties, which was the criticism forever. And I do think you can't you can't afford to... To, to worry about ego of yours or your players in a season in a team like this where you're talking about like a historical run and a chance at the World Series. So I, I've, I, would, I would picture Marwin as just a stopgap until the All-Star break. Put him in a two out of three game rotation because he's performing. Two out of three games. So that's more than a lefty platoon guy. Mixing with Gallo also. Yeah, that's what I said. I said oh, okay. Shortstop, so this right? isn't just shortstop. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Um. And then once the all-star break comes, then call up the kid and see what he's like at short and make your trades to get yourself outfielders and pitchers and all that stuff. But I, I think, I do believe, I, I understand what you're saying before the all-star game, I do believe we're going to see a more cutthroat Yankees team making different moves at the back end because you can't, uh, you can't afford to be soft and care about feelings and shit. Your own or the players at, when you have a team this good. I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, we're, you know, that's kind of been the, the fodder on... You know, Yankee talk these days is you know it's be kind of kind of become a joke. Like, what what could the Yankees' record be if if Gallo wasn't in there every day, or you know if you had Kiner 
to the pot there because they they are clearly the the ones you circle as the Yankees weak spots this year and I mean hey Hicks Hicks has been better recently but his numbers on the year still aren't great Donaldson they're kind of that second tier of like your your dodging strays for now with with these guys there um I'm interested to see I all-star break or is it trade deadline I mean you know we're we're talking I think it's about three weeks to the all-star break yeah they're very close timelines three weeks and then you know I, I think it's two weeks after that but a lot of trades last year happened right some happened the day of, but I'll, uh, remember it was like it, they. What was the, there was a one big one that happened last year, like two weeks before the deadline. I forget who it was. Clay it Holmes it, was decent. No, it wasn't a Yankee trade, oh, but it was just, just in in trade. baseball, and then it kind of kickstarted. It was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. we can make him earlier. We're going, now. we got to go. Was it no Scherzer and no, Turner? That was deadline. I, think that was day I can see if I can. There, there's always kind of that one where it's like, oh, now we're going. Yeah. I, there's a couple other factors going into this season. This is the first season with a uh, new CBA, which uh, I don't know what little loopholes are tied to anything. I do know that the trade deadline was pushed back about a week or a couple days, and we have an expanded playoff this year. So there's more teams involved. So I, I don't know if that affects the trade pool. Uh, I don't know if that affects the team's trading and that maybe teams are going to wait a couple more days or not wait a couple more days. And I, I'm very interested to see the Yankees' pride meter in these next couple weeks because Joey Gallo has obviously been bad and hasn't been the guy that's on the back of his baseball card. Uh, when will they be able to admit that? Could it be tomorrow? Uh, are, will they wait up until the day of the deadline because his, his value kind of won't change between now and then? I don't know. But at a certain point, you're absolutely right that – you have a couple weaknesses on this team that can be fairly easily addressed. Um, whether it's Marwin and Peraza at shortstop or whether it's, you know, any plethora of outfielders within the organization. You mentioned Tilo Andujar or, you know, the obviously Ben Tendi has been rumored to a lot of teams. And as other teams fall out of the playoff race, outfielders are easier to acquire than almost any other position. So, yeah, it's it's when does that equation come into effect? The Jack Peterson was like the really early one last year, oh, but that yeah. wasn't but that was the 15th. And then you had uh Nelson Cruz was the 22nd and Frazier was the 26th and Holmes was the 26th, which wouldn't be at the time. But um, I guess I was it, wrong. I it feels like that it feels like the dates you just said, what I remembered was the week before the... It was like deadline week. Yes. Like, we were mentally Whoa. preparing, like, we're going to have a crazy deadline, huh? And then that whole week beat us yeah. up. Yeah, two trades on the 26th, three on the 27th, one, two, four on the 28th, Gallo on the 28th, so that's before the deadline, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine on the 29th, and then that final day, like 10 or 15 or whatever Big it was. Day. But I even with expanded playoffs, I still feel like um, there's still like you know, like how many the Rangers, like how many fringe teams are there that you're that you're saying not you second person I'm using it that are like well maybe they will maybe they won't because I feel like the AL it's kind of the the line is cut. Well, it's it's where this next three weeks become very interesting. Remember the Cubs. Last year, we're right around 500. They had a West Coast trip right before the trade deadline. 
things fell apart, and that was it. So, you know, Texas Rangers are a team people are probably circling. The Angels, the Chicago White Sox are 36 and 40. Two um, teams ahead of them. The, uh, I don't the, think the White Sox will trade. The Marlins, you, you, you'd, say, yeah. you'd assume they're 33 and 39. Yeah, what are the Mariners there. doing? Like, they're, you, you know, that's... They're out. The Oakland Athletics are trading. Cincinnati Reds trading. Royals trading. Nats trading. Cubs trading. Tigers. I mean, this was supposed to be a year for them. So I just I don't know what you do with that. Well, like, if they have a if they have a if they have a rental and they have a, they have a couple. They got Tucker Barnhart. If anyone's looking for a, 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 defensive, a, a catcher. defensive catcher, they got uh, Pineda, but he's been hurt, right? Rockies are always a weird team. Yeah. Diamondbacks are always a weird team. Oh, you know what's interesting? Fulmer. He's actually good out of the pen now, right? Yeah. So that's a free agent that someone might pick up from the Tigers. So interested to see because I, I I do think depending these next couple weeks for teams that could really make the trade deadline juicy. We saw the Mariners and Angels get into a fight the other day. My guy did a breakdown on it. If you haven't seen it yet, you should. Like both those teams teams are looking for a spark before the deadline because that's when it all ends. That's when the Cubs traded. Uh, Rizzo last year, the Cubs traded Bryant last year. Your season can end at the trade deadline. Um, and there's going to be a lot of teams these next couple weeks that'll do that are really going to try to scrape and dig in to not be a part of that. And if you can get to 500, because guess what? The Atlanta Braves last year, they had a road trip to save their season and not be sellers. They won some games, they became buyers. They ended up in the World Series. And there's going to be a lot more GMs that want to talk themselves into that than admitting they were wrong about their team this year. So there will be teams there. It just becomes what teams are there, what becomes the position availability, and who's fighting for them. Get some dead trades done. I think we're going to have a week of trades again. I think it's going to be early. I think so, too. But I'm just saying... My thought process is there's positions we know. Okay, so once. If the Yankees are like, after the deadline, we're getting serious. And we're making some moves. Well, they have positions in mind that they're going to reinforce. Right. That means they're kind of on the outs on some players that they're already planning to reinforce. So if there's some interim stopgap from within to see what, del- see what you got, like, it would be a great time to see what you got in Anduhar before the deadline. Right? We got four weeks, we're saying, four or five weeks. And you want to move him? Maybe his AAA numbers got value. Maybe he gets some run again in the outfield in MLB, and you see what you have. Same with Marwin. Like, see what you got before. I'm not saying that they're going to be the long term answer. Right. I'm just saying it's kind of going to see what you got mode. I th- I think, and I just think this is contradictory to what you currently believe. I think they still want to see more from Gallo. There's no fucking way. <laughs> or at least when they. Uh... Like, I agree with what you said about the taking emotions out of it when it comes to, like, who's going to play and stuff. Probably, I got, like, after the deadline when it's like, all right, there is no increasing the value anymore because trades can't happen anymore. Like, when it's, like, officially done. If they haven't moved him the somehow. The roster's locked. That might probably more applicable to Kiner at short. Yeah, that that as well. Because, I mean, it's short stops on the market, I, I don't think that's even a thing. Not really. No, Freddie Galvis going to get moved again. <laughs> is he playing somewhere? Is he overseas? I, I feel like we were bummed. I think we were bummed out. He was playing overseas. 
Yeah, did he go to the KBO? Is that what it was? Yeah, he's with SoftBank this year. SoftBank? Not doing well. He's adjusting to the, the culture. Uh, he's figuring it out. Just give him some time. 136 batting average. I was going to save this for the batting practice show, but I think Gallo runs into one today. Okay. Montes' stuff kind of lines up for him as like a good pitcher he can get. Okay. Does he have any history versus Montes? A couple AL West boys? Has to. I didn't look at that. I was, uh, we can check that out. He, Montes doesn't throw a four-seam fastball to the lefties. So, that's what you need. I got what you need. Mm, what you got? Frankie Montes, two for 11, no home runs. Mm, doubles or singles? Singles, three walks. Maybe not then. Unless Montes has changed his stuff. He throws a splitter. Mostly to lefties, which can be a tough pitch, but also that's Gallo's swing path is, you know, kind of. Know who Joey Gallo has uh, his two most home runs against? Mm, I just saw it. One of our friends, James Caprillian. Yep. I saw him at the spring training house. Tough. Uh, and Garrett Cole. <clears throat> when did, do you think that was pre? Garrett Cole. Do you think that was Houston? Garrett Cole has to be because that's... Oh, my God. Houston, Texas, yeah. <laughs> click it. Could have gotten at, them once. Click it and look at the at-bat game log between the two of them. I don't know if I can on the website I'm on. Oh. Oh, Baseball Reference has it. I'll let yeah, you know. I'm on Roto-Wire. 2018. Home run. Strikeout, 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 strikeout. Home run. Strikeout, 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 strikeout. Ground out. Strikeout. That's his... Uh, that's their four games against each other in 2018. The, oh, that's just 2018? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I remember one of the times Yankees played the Rangers last year or something. I, I feel like they tossed some, something out there that it was like he's hit one ball in play against him before. That wasn't, wasn't a home run. run. I feel like I remember that graphic. Well, 2019, up. it was walk, walk, strikeout, strikeout, home run, double, strikeout, 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 home run, strikeout. Would have been two. So yes, before that game they played against each other in 2021, it was um, 24 plate appearances and only one ball in play that wasn't a home run. Hmm. 16 strikeouts, four homers. Wild. Teammates. Now they're teammates. Wonder if they've talked about it. Oh, Garrett has. You want to guess the lineup today? Joey doesn't like it. I sure do. Brought to you by DraftKings. Make and a bet on it. We're not going to the game, but we're kind of going to the we're game. We're part of so the game. So I would bet the over on DraftKings. We're part of the game. Because then we get to do a better watch party. Mm. Watch along type thing. Call it watch party. It's going to be cool. If you've ever watched on YouTube, obviously we've done the watch alongs. How it's going to be different is you can see the game and us. So it's one screen. So if you have the app on a smart TV or a device or a laptop, um, it's one one screen. You see the game, and I think they're going to be a little, like, in the corner, you and I. And you can hear the noise of the stadium, but our voices. Right. Instead of usually it's, you know, the broadcast is faintly behind us, and we're talking, and we can hear them. But, no, it's like we're not going to be without K. Yeah. Wow. 
So we'll be doing that. And they said they'd give us an earpiece if we want to. Yeah, if there's like a weird play, like a review that we need, need to, to hear. Like, what what are they talking about? Uh, so they've got. probably the over hits because we'll be basically at the game, and you can bet the over at DraftKings. That's what I would do. Or you can bet $5 on any game and get $150 in free bets no matter what happens. You just get $150 in free bets, and you sprinkle some of that on the over. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. New customers can make any $5 bet. New customers can make any $5 MLB bet and get $150 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code John Boy only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. MLB trademarks are used with permissions. What will the lineup be tonight? Yes, the lineup. Hey, welcome to the show. We're going to guess the lineup. This time, we're guessing the lineup. Now, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you think this is going to be an easy lineup to guess or a hard one? Because they don't really have a bench, so it might be easier. Um, I'm, I'm going to say it's going to be a little difficult. Um, we're getting a J.P. Sears start today. We are in 20 games in 20 days, and the Oakland Athletics aren't on the same level as us competitively. Peace. Do you think it's ever happened? What's the question? J.P. Sears. Yeah. Montes, run out to the field. The answer is no. Stand on the mound. The answer is already no. D-robe. Both of them currently on the mound. D-robe. Yeah. Change change uniforms. Yeah. Announce the trade. Yeah. Pitch against their former team. Good luck. No. Is this a try? I'm a thousand percent. did, did, Did Cashman call up the A's and say, hey, I want you guys to get a good look at Sears because we're interested in Montes. We'll throw him the same day. I believe. Hmm? Hmm? Uh, I believe. It was more so to get J.P. Sears out in front of a favorable matchup. Definitely he's on trade display. We, we, Against a favorable matchup. Yes, yes, but not for the A's. But it, yes. or Maybe not specifically, but this is a tryout for trade talks yep. for Sears. Seven innings, no earned runs this year. J.P. Sears. And all the needing to get get their guys more rest somehow. So, we think Kiner's still half hurt, right? They said the finger stuff was negative, but probably not going to play him. I think so. I think think he's going to... Why? Ooh. Rizzo's probably out. Could it be a Glaber at short day? Is Glaber still banged up, or is he good to go? I think they said, at, like, at least I think today, Glaber's out still today. Not swinging. I think Glaber, Kiner... Oh, the wrist. I forgot about the wrist. Yeah, so, the wrist thing. I think Glaber, Kiner, and Rizzo are out. Colorism. They did... I think Boone said that Rizzo would play tomorrow. He said he thought so. They weren't doing x-rays, but he had to wake up and see how it felt. So, right. tricky. I mean, they can, they can run Carpenter out. It's a, a tricky one, Jim. They can run Carpenter out. Let me know where you get. Um, yeah, I'm just throwing names down first. DJ LeMahieu. Yeah, yes, unless it, unless they go Carpenter leadoff just because they're doing tricky shit. Just to do it. Um, yeah. And then it might be Trevino's caught 
Is tomorrow a day game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Trevino's caught two in a row, so it's going to be a Higgy start. I think so. And and I think Gallo will start because it's a righty and lefty tomorrow. And a lefty tomorrow. So that means Gallo right field, Hicks left field. I have that locked in. I have JD playing third base and DJ playing second base and Carpenter playing first. Can he play first? He's played first, right? He can play first. Got it. Got mixed in there last night. This is with Rizzo out. Right. So then Stanton would be DHing and Higgy catching. So that would be Marwin at short. That's a weird lineup. So now I just don't know how you place it. If you go DJ, second base, then judge center field. I just put Carpenter three hole because he's just replacing Rizzo, but I, I don't know if they'll do that. I think they would they move Hicks to the three? Or would they leave that untouched? Yeah. Or do they just slide? I think you. I don't up. think you can. I don't think you can do that. So would you slide Stanton up, or would you? You need a lefty in the middle. You I get, go Carpenter three, Stanton four, JD Don, five, Hicks seven. We've talked about Donaldson like not being red hot, but he's kind of been the guy that they slide in whenever a guy has been out at the top. He's been third when it's been a Rizzo out day. Try to spark him after the double. Yeah, but that's when Rizzo's around. It's a lot of righties. It's a lot of righties. Yeah, I'm trying to find a lefty. You go Marwin. Some sort of breakup. And then I don't think Marwin and Hicks would be next to each other. I think Higgy would bat seventh, Marwin eighth. No, because you have Gallo there. I don't know. I mean, if Rizzo plays, it's it's much different. Or or you do Carpenter lead off. Didn't Carpenter lead off one day? But DJ was out. He let off one day, but they have done DJ like five hole before. DJ's been good. I think you have to leave him at lead off. Yeah, I would stop messing, want that. messing around. Um, um, Gallo three hole, sink or swim. Yeah. Hmm. And then they had him five hole in a Toronto game. Uh, that was when Carpenter let off. Half see that. Let's go DJ Lita. Yeah, there you go. Is it really Carpenter at first? Because if Glaber's out, which I think they did say he's not playing. Right. He's yeah. Glaber's not playing. And, and then Glaber's if Rizzo's also that. out, that means DJ has to play second. Right. Unless Kiner comes back, Marwin plays second. That would be the natural move if Kiner's available. I think in my head. I think Rizzo plays. He got hit by a pitch. And I think they just said it's Oakland. We're going to take you out of the game for the last inning. No, they said it blew up and and tightened on him. Well, they said it started to swell up. Yeah. It looked bad. All right. Well, if if Rizzo plays, DJ Judge, Rizzo, uh, Stanton, JD, I would try to get Carp in. But I don't know who for. Well, then let's get Carpen. Why don't we just put Carpenter third and say, well, let's get nuts. They put him lead off, right? Yeah, I'm going Carpenter slash Rizzo in the three hole at playing first base. I like and that. And I get credit for I either like, of them. And I get credit for both. You get credit for both. Yeah, yeah, we. Sounds good. I woke up with the horn section of uh, Two Shorts, Money in the Ghetto song in my head. 
In the ghetto, life is hard. That's guess the lineup. We've guessed it. See you guys tonight. We'll see you tonight. Hey, yeah, tune in. Um, we're going to try and like use, because we don't have the live chat, because not YouTube. So I think we're going to be active uh, reading tweets if like you tweeted us yeah. um, to engage with people or figure out some system. I think that's probably what we'll do is, because I like engaging and reading the live chat. I wonder if you do like a live stream of, eh, nah, don't complicate it. Just Yankees are 9-1 and one and Matt Carpenter starts. Uh, aren't they like good in Gala starts too? Someone posted that hmm. recently. I mean, I think they're good in anyone starts. Yeah, it's kind of like the sharp right, stats. But it's like their yeah. winning percentage. In Gallo starts, they're 40-12. and 12. Okay. Dan Rourke. Guy. Just saw him. Sighting. That's the show. That's the show. And, uh... Ozzy Dolphin. Ooh. Oh, yeah, Yankees.